that. Hey guys. So let me just say, let me be the first to welcome you today to the Mary and Martha podcast. Because we are gathering to concentrate. What is this energy? To commune, (laughs) to contemplate, and then we're going to celebrate how God's word guides us on how to live empowered and purpose-filled lives. My name is Christina. That's my girl, Keisha. We about to hit y'all with the Mary and Martha Isha. Wow, Mary and Martha Isha. (laughs) Wow. I wasn't ready. Wow. I don't think anyone was ready. Um, I don't know what energy (laughs) Christina's rolling with right now, but I just want to welcome y'all to this wonderful part of the internet. Amen. Um, it was developed by Michelle Obama's triceps and Jesus's interactions and actions <laughs> with women. And Jesus. Let me tell you something. Uh, Jesus was the bomb. He thought women were the bomb. We think y'all are the bomb. We and do. so that's why we're here. We've created this space on the Internet to talk about how dignified, worthy and qualified we are to walk in the glory that God has placed before us. Mm. Um, we're celebrating what we see in y'all. We're celebrating what we see in each other. But most importantly, we're celebrating what God sees in us. And so we're so excited to have you here with us. Amen. Today. Amen. God, Keisha just gave me this uh, caramel brittle that shout out to Joseph, his mama made. It is delicious. I'm on a sugar high right now. So FYI, if I start to get loopy on this episode, blame oh, Keisha. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> But it was delicious. So shout out to your mama, Joseph, who's a woman who we celebrate. You darn two in. You darn two in. So come That's hang my mama too. That's my mama too. Come hang out with us on every Thursday um, on your favorite podcasting platforms. Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, all those great um, places. Also, shoot us a message on Instagram or come hang out with us on Instagram at Mary and Martha Podcast. You can always email us at Mary and Martha Podcast at gmail.com. Please remember to like and subscribe so you can share the gospel with your girls. So, Keisha, do we have some church announcements? We do have church announcements. I don't know where y'all been all month, <laughs> but if you've been with us, then you know what I'm about to say. Welcome to the new people who just came in. Yes, what I'm about <laughs> to say to y'all is that Erica St. Bernard has been with us all yes. month long, and she will continue to be with us for this episode and next week's mm-hmm. um, because we are talking about Christianity and counseling. She she is the owner and operator of Your Life's Well, LLC. She is a licensed therapist working mm-hmm. with people in Prince George's County, Maryland. She is also... But if you're in D.C., I'm sure she would welcome you crossing the border. I'm just telling you to come over to Prince George's County. Okay, like yeah, she's, yeah. The, her office is in PG, okay? Pretty so, girl county. Go ahead and come on. You already, <laughs> you already know what it is. You already know what it is. All right. Come on. <laughs> You can find her at Your Life's Well on Instagram. You can find her at www.yourlifeswell.com. Y-O-U-R-L-I-F-E-S-W-E-L-L. That was fast. You, I know. <laughs> um, if you want to contact her because you just keep thinking to yourself, self, I have my own salvation, but self, <laughs> I don't have my own therapist. Uh-huh. Then you can email her at Erica, E-R-I-C-A, at yourlifeswell.com. Because if you talk like that, you're going to need a therapist. So <laughs> maybe you should go I mean, hey, right now. <laughs> one of the things that we talked about before was challenging your self-talk. So you got to self-talk yourself into therapy yes. if you need it. All right. And since we all need it, go ahead and get to talking. So we are excited <laughs> about what she does. She works with individuals. She works with couples. She works with families. Um, and she is an ordained minister. So mm. 
praise him. Um, all of the stuff that we're talking about are the tools and tips that she uses with her clients. And we're very, very grateful to have her. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to make a little note here that uh, actually I'll save it for the Mary and Martha moment. Okay, but we are go very, ahead. Very What's your Mary and Martha moment? So my Mary and Martha moment is that when you are hearing this podcast, <laughs> uh, <laughs> technically my due date is the next day. So my due date is January 24th uh, and we couldn't risk that. So this is pre-recorded. Did you have oh big that's, right. yes. that's right. That's right. That's right. I so stay consistent. So I, yeah, I we am had praying to, that Marley is a Capricorn like me, that she comes on January 18th. So um, she may have come already. So if she did, happy birthday, Marley. Yes. If, yeah. We had to we had to pre-record this one, y'all, because uh, uh, my womb can't be trusted at this point. <laughs> whenever, whenever Marley wants to get here is when she's going to get here. She might be here right now. I don't know. Okay. We're in the future. You wouldn't know either because <laughs> if she's here, I'm probably like wait, snuggled wait, up in her armpit. Do you watch Watchmen? I just started watching. Okay, so Watchmen is amazing. I'm not giving away a plot point, but like Dr. Manhattan is a character and he is in time, present, future, and past. Mm. Oh. That's cool. Well, that's where we are right now. That's we in the future. Yeah. So (laughs) that's that's my Mary or Martha or Marley moment. It depends on what's going on on January 23rd, where I'm at. Okay. All right. right. So my Mary Martha moment is um, I am preparing for a woman's leader. Leader. I feel like every month I'm talking about I'm doing some new event. So I'm, I need to prepare myself to the slow Lord down. The Lord is using but you. Like, <laughs> so can the Lord use you? He He can, but I'm about to go back to say she's doing too much. So um, I'm doing a woman's leaders workshop on the eighth. So um, women who are leaders in the church are going to come out and get um, spiritually fed about um, different topics like how to create content how to um it's really for women who want to write speak teach lead Amen. um also how to f- how to study the bible to find biblical threads how to use Refer what them you to our podcast with uh oh, honey, already did oh yes <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all yes. should listen but you, okay you know what's funny i'm happy you said that because it actually ties in with our uh our month so the last time I did the Women's Leaders Workshop, I told them to listen to that actual episode with Reverend Fonby. It mm-hmm. is episode, you're going to find it. Yeah, I talk. I'm going to find it. It is, <laughs> so that you guys can also <laughs> listen to it. So it's with um, Reverend Shalita Fonby, who is a friend of the show, big sister of the show, shout out to her. Um, and she talks about how to study the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I sent them the episode and I said, hey, in preparation for this session, I want you guys to listen to this. And after I sent it, I was like, is that too self-promoting to send them like an episode of my podcast that they need to listen to? And I actually even checked in with a couple girlfriends. I'm like, is that too self-promoting? And the consensus was no. One, because men do it all the time. Like how many times yeah. you see a visiting preacher who has a book that comes out and says, hey, buy my book. It's in the lobby. Like, mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing. It's like if you have the resources to share, especially since guess what? This podcast is free because sure. guess what? We really pay for this podcast. So guess yep. what? We putting our money where our mouth is putting some skin in the game. So if we're going to do all of this, I better share out. Also, it's what relevant. God is doing. And it's ministry. It's, it's relevant. Ministry. Um, it's episode thirty-seven, mm-hmm. and it is how to take your Bible study to the next level. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, take a listen. So I'm gonna have them um, listen to that again because that was awesome. But that was a time when I felt very insecure about what God was doing in my life. But in the end, I had girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Like we mm-hmm. talked about in our last episode to check me and be like, "No, girl, you you fine. Let them let let the Lord use them." Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Erica, what's your Mary Martha? You had you had a lot of Mary Martha moments. <laughs> And you like, how do y'all do this? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I listen, I'll be like, what's my Mariam? Martha? <laughs> be in the car. Shame not. Um, so this week, I would say that my Mary, Martha, Mar- Mary or Martha moment um, 
is likely still writing like to be mm. really honest I um, am in the editing space of my writing project and so just needing to continue to scrub through edits before resubmitting it to the editor for the last kind of polish through oh you almost so done I am I oh, have like girl. a major draft completed and I'm like working through the edits that were sent I thought you were just started so, no oh yeah no you she better. was just talking she just <laughs> finally said it out loud <laughs> Just finally said it out loud, I'm and so, we forgive you. Well, praise Especially God. your friend over to your left. So, I, so, so let me say this: is I've only had the first draft of edits submitted to me, and so I'm needing to. Why did you like, just use the word only? That part. Because see, here we go. Mm. Right? Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Friend. This is why friends are valuable. Yeah. To In love. Yeah. In lo- no, I appreciate it. That's yeah. necessary. Mm-hmm. So yes, I need to continue writing, and so that is my Mary. It's Mary and Martha because mm-hmm. I really do see this book as an opportunity to add a brown clinical voice to mm. the space of relationship and books. we are excited. Um, and so right. that's exciting to me. And, and especially as a woman of faith. So I'm writing, the whole book is not faith-based, mm-hmm. but I definitely do mention scripture. I do mention God. I do. Mm. So it is not founded only on scripture, but it is definitely infused as my work is mm. with my faith. And so I'm excited about the opportunity to um, merge the two, mental health and oh, Jesus. Nice. And, and, and I'm excited and because I'm finally, ex- I'm, I'm excited to hear about relationships from a woman's perspective because there's so uh, many so many books if there's a person of color who's writing about it i feel like there's so many men who write about it and i'm like okay and see you know if your book is coming out before the end of the year you know we got a book club in november so yes not no pressure Mm. no pressure but yeah no i might need pressure (laughs) look i might need pressure (laughs) all pressure i'll be happy to apply it i mean shout out to tamsi's our last author um black girl who wrote an amazing book on faith and being a black woman etc and you know every november we have decided we decided that right yeah we We decided Mm -hmm. that we're doing a book club so just you know our people need to hear they do the mm-hmm. words so no pressure but pressure are you self-publishing i am self-publishing i'm so proud my of you. husband is helping so me awesome. self-publish shout out to my husband he is a self-publisher oh my shout gosh you know what in all of your intros i have not mentioned See, that, that's where keisha that's where keisha okay. is it I'm is sorry. perfectly fine because in a professional space i always just sure. i'm like focus on the person sure. and i think that's oh, great God. because in so many spaces women are identified by who their spouse to and who their mother to. That's yeah. true. And so I think it's great when you create space for women to just be themselves and to show mm. up in their professional realm and rank. Mm-hmm. And so while I am very mindful of them always, I thank you for acknowledging that I am a whole woman and apart from them. That's right. Mm. All by yourself. I think that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. good. Your wholeness yeah. met his wholeness. Amen. And you created Amen. a wholeness Praise in my God. little niece. <laughs> that's right. Thank that's you, right. Jesus. All right. So our focus for coming. Oh, you know, Let's our focus for 2020. <laughs> is to have clarity in what God wants us to accomplish to do what we have to do and identify and overcome obstacles with us being our best self so we've decided to combine two of our favorite topics Christianity and counseling to start off the new um, year for the Mary and Martha podcast so we asked our tribe on our social media what are some topics you want to talk about around the subject of mental health and emotional wellness and you guys gave us such amazing topics and ideas and we had a hard time narrowing them down because they were so good so you know we're we're going to start this month with talking about anxiety trauma tools imposter syndrome depression and finally joy so today we're going to talk about depression and just as a disclaimer the information presented is not intended to serve as a substitution for therapy with a licensed professional so let's go ahead and dive in so erica what is the definition of depression so depression is defined as Oop, hold on that would, right. <laughs> that would be amazing. i was like hold on in hold on all right so yes depression is defined as a mood disorder mm that causes persistent feelings of sadness and loss of interest. Mm -hmm. 
and it lasts for two weeks or more. So this is not just like I woke up and I'm sad or mm-hmm. something happened and I'm sad. But this is like a pervasive, enduring, sticking around for days, weeks at a time sadness. Mm-hmm. And again, in the same way that we talked about anxiety, it impacts our day-to-day function. Mm-hmm. It impacts our ability to show up to work, to take mm-hmm. care of things at home with family and friends, to show up at church and ministry, serve in the places we're usually assigned to or places that used to bring us joy. And so the piece of sadness is one thing, but then the other component of the depression is the loss of interest. So there are things mm-hmm. that I used to be super excited mm-hmm. about, things yeah. that used to feed me, fuel me, things I loved that no longer are energizing to me, things yeah. that I'm just like, oh, I don't really want to do that anymore. I'm not mm-hmm. going there. So I think about people who have like um there's a woman that i've um used to know who was a avid bowler mm-hmm. and her family knew something was off when she stopped showing up for bowling mm-hmm. tournaments mm-hmm. and so the bowling team one day went to her house mm-hmm. and surprised her and were oh, like hey amazing. we're gonna hang out they brought food and they hung out and mm-hmm. then they went bowling afterwards right so this idea that you know this people we have a routine and a rhythm and we fall off of that rhythm and routine after a two-week time period and we're not attentive to what's been going on it's important mm-hmm. to be mindful that um yeah so sadness and this loss of interest and again mm-hmm. lasting within that two week or more mm-hmm. time period so what's the distinction actually what are some symptoms and some manifestations sure. of depression so we talk about a persistent sad or anxious feeling that also can sometimes feel like you're empty right mm-hmm. some people might say i just feel numb so this source of numbness where i'm not really feeling much of anything so I, um, one another thing is um, trouble concentrating or remembering details mm-hmm. or difficulty making decisions so you used to be pretty exacting like yeah okay no i'm gonna do this i'm gonna go there and somehow that is thwarted you're not able to make those decisions in real time Mm -hmm. sometimes there are feelings of guilt or worthlessness or Mm -hmm. helplessness or even um this sense of pessimism or hopelessness things will never get better Mm -hmm. it will always be this way Mm -hmm. people tend to speak in um in those very polarized ways like there's always a problem there's never anything so those always or never is kind of kind of in that space where it's just always going to be bad many people struggle with insomnia so there's maybe some early morning wakefulness where they're waking up very early or at random times two three in the morning or they're sleeping too much they Mm -hmm. may be not waking up to go to school not waking up to go to class if they're in some sort of after you know after school program or after hours training like you know into a master's degree program or something like that Mm -hmm. um or just i've had clients who go to work all day and are functioning and thriving there and then come home and they check out on their family they Mm -hmm. are on the sofa for the rest of the night and they wake up in the morning and go to work and do the same thing and come home and they're on the sofa for the rest of the evening so again that's sleeping too much so then the other thing is irritability and many times for women of color depression shows up first in irritability Mm -hmm. we're snapping at our husbands snapping at our kids snapping at children's parents we're snapping at people at the office we are getting written up for attitudinal issues and things like that because Mm -hmm. there's this unidentified depression maybe that could be there and so this idea of just being mindful to tap into to, uh, our wellness. So thinking too about restlessness, there usually again is a loss of interest in things, a loss of interest in things that were once pleasurable and this could include sex. And so some people have experiences mm. where they were, you know, maybe they were married, maybe they weren't, no judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, and they used to enjoy sex. And then mm. now there's like, a, not even just a drop in libido, just like mm-hmm. a non-interest. Mm-hmm. Like this is not something I want to be doing. And so mm-hmm. changes in those things. Also again, it, with regard to interest, if you were an avid 
whatever and you stop doing whatever it was that you used <laughs> to do yeah there may be you know some some indication that something is going on also with regard to appetite sometimes there's overeating mm-hmm. so people are like eating all the time because they say like we're eating our feelings or maybe there's a loss of appetite so if you're experiencing increased and in, increases in weight or major decreases in weight sometimes that is an indication that there's something going on for you as well also there are somatic symptoms so there may be aches and pains body aches and cramps mm-hmm. and things like that that don't go away and then also digestive symptoms or issues that don't remedy themselves mm-hmm. even when you visit the doctor and they do a workup and maybe they find nothing or maybe they find something and the medication your body doesn't respond to it well mm-hmm. because your immune system may be suppressed in some way and so mm-hmm. then um, one of the most difficult things to, to acknowledge for many people is the idea of suicidal thoughts and mm-hmm. even attempts yeah and so you know while we're talking about this podcast space not being you know a substitute for therapy if you are ever in a space where you are not feeling safe with yourself feeling like you want to harm yourself feeling like you don't want to live I encourage you to use the national suicide hotlines their numbers are available and easily accessible but then also to we'll visit, put them in the show notes sure too. and then yeah. to visit your local emergency room Mm-hmm. Please don't be afraid to take Wait, good you care can, of yourself. You can go to the local emergency you room. You can go if to the local emergency room if you are feeling unsafe. I did not know and that. And let them know that you are feeling unsafe. It is better for you to be the person who initiates that mm-hmm. yeah. than for your family or friend to do so because if the police, you typically the police are called and you mm-hmm. are handcuffed mm-hmm. and taken to the hospital. And so oh, you're much like rather a certain amount right, of time. You'd oh, much rather want to be the person in, you know, in the autonomy to be able mm-hmm. to say I'm not feeling safe. Yeah. And so if you are in a space where you have friends and loved ones, reach out to them and say, "Hey, I'm not feeling so safe um and that might be a way that you would have some support to go with you in the form of a person you love and care about versus being in a space where you are then kind of required or forced Mm -hmm. to go Mm -hmm. if you're not feeling well or not feeling safe Um, but again with that understanding that um yeah we need to be mindful for our for our own safe safety um but also for the safety of others when people Mm -hmm. tell us that they're experiencing thoughts of sadness Mm or suicide in particular we need not assume that they are attention seeking or that mm-hmm, they are right. you know being being too much or being dramatic but they really may be typically people don't joke around about stuff like that yeah right, people not, not that. like typically that's not a joke mm-hmm. that is typically something that needs further attention and so if somebody makes that statement to you i admonish you i encourage you to love them enough to seek support with them or for them if mm-hmm. necessary Sure. So one of the things that you said in the definition mm-hmm. was that um it's a mood disorder that can cause mm-hmm these certain types of feelings mm-hmm. one of those was sadness sure. so there is a distinction between sadness and depression yes right so sadness yes great question so sadness is something that anybody and everybody can experience on any given day right. i can be sad about the loss of an item a person a relationship mm-hmm. a job whatever and that makes sense given the context i'm sad but this sadness for depression is a sadness that's like an embedded sadness Mm -hmm. it's not lifting Mm -hmm. time has passed maybe I've gotten a new job maybe I found the earrings that I lost maybe a relationship is new or something else is some other shift has happened that would likely cause me to not feel sad but that sadness is still there Mm -hmm. when I talk to clients we I talk a lot in metaphors with them and one client um presented a metaphor to me that I thought was really um Gave a great visual for at least her experience of depression she talked about it being um like a wet wool blanket 
Mm. Everybody else is outside on this beautiful day and it's like sunny and it's just the right temperature, not too hot, not too cold. The sky is the right color blue. The clouds are beautiful. There are children running and playing and there's music playing and it's just this great environment outside of her. But internally, she's feeling like she's trapped. She's Mm -hmm. under this, like this cloud that has rain falling and this wool blanket is heavy and it's wet Mm -hmm. and it's a dark color and she wants to get out. She wants to be a part of the fun. Mm-hmm. but feels like she can't access it. She knows that it's just right there. She knows that it's just under this cloud. She knows yeah. that it's just throwing this blanket off, mm-hmm. but it's too, it's inaccessible to her. Mm-hmm. And so this idea that that's not just sadness, like mm-hmm. that's depression. And so yeah. while everybody's depression will look like that, certainly there are different degrees of depression, but mm-hmm. one way to think about it is that it's, again, it's a sadness that doesn't lift. Mm. Yeah. And you know, when you're talking about these degrees of separation, I mean, de- degrees of depression it does take me to the scripture for this week so i am going to shift on over to our scripture i'm actually reading it from the niv version this week so i'm dipping out from the christian (laughs) standard bible we'll dip back in next week but um i wanted to take us to psalms 34 we're going to read verses 17 through 22 the righteous cry out and the lord hears them he delivers them from all their troubles The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him or her from them all. Mm. He protects all his bones. Not one of them will be broken. Mm. Evil will slay the wicked. The foes of the righteous will be condemned. The Lord will rescue his servants. No one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. Mm. Um, I wanted to focus on this scripture because I think one, what you were talking about, about the different levels, right? Mm -hmm. Because there are many troubles, like the righteous person may have many troubles. Mm. Yeah. and those troubles may be at different levels of troubles. Um, it may be at different uh, degrees of troubles, mm-hmm. different manifestation of troubles. Um, but I think there is a freedom here in knowing that troubles will come. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Bible doesn't use the word depression here. Mm-hmm. But if you are brokenhearted and crushed. So when you were talking about this, the sadness, I mm-hmm. feel like um, the imagery that I was getting is that sadness Um, is distinctive from who you are as a person Mm -hmm. whereas depression feels like it's become a part of Mm -hmm. you like Mm -hmm. it's a part of your identity Mm -hmm. and if you've ever been brokenhearted if you've ever Mm -hmm. felt crushed in spirit Mm -hmm. that feels like it's inside of you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like something that needs to be fixed from the Mm -hmm. inside out Mm -hmm. type of thing Um, and so what I saw in this was the freedom in knowing that um, depression can be maybe one of those things that you can be righteous and yep. still experience can we it. Say that again, because mm-hmm. the church, the people, need to act hear, like, right? Come right. on, act like we're not people of faith because we're depressed, right? right. Because a person has a diagnosis. You of are depression. the head, not the tail. Right. And You're it's the like, first, yes, like, all on, of that is true. That. I am blessed and highly favored, yes. and I'm diagnosed with depression. Like right. that, I, both can be, yeah, both can coexist at the same right. time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it. You know, it's always interesting to me that we think God is so great and He is all powerful and all knowing and to can do all these things, except mm-hmm. allow you to suffer depression. Like what? There's no, you know, Mm -hmm. they're being a person of faith, being even righteous Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that we are saved from the troubles. It says that he delivers us from all of our troubles, which means that troubles will come. Mm -hmm. But God gives us the tools, Mm i.e. therapy, Mm -hmm. Christian Mm -hmm. counseling, Mm -hmm. um, i.e. therapy or anything like that. Medication, Sometimes even medication. yes, yeah. um, that allows us to get through mm-hmm. um, the troubles that we face mm-hmm. in our lives. So when we talk about um, 
the tools for depression and mm-hmm. getting through those troubles, mm-hmm. um, we know that we can take refuge in God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But sure. we also know that that refuge looks different depending on the kind of help that we need. Sure. So let's talk. Can we talk about some of those tools that um, allow us to manage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. depression, sure. either depressive episodes mm-hmm. or depression just mm-hmm kind of there sure Mm -hmm. I think one of the things to be mindful of in the same way that um, not all things work for everybody with anything (laughs) other Mm -hmm. anything else each person will have to kind of create their own toolbox Mm -hmm. or toolkit of how you navigate and manage a life with with depression or facing depression Um, this mind mindset of um, a natural tendency I should say for people who struggle with depression is to isolate themselves. And the challenge is that that is a trick of the enemy to cause you Mm. to continue to stay by yourself, to continue to stay in a space where you're just all alone and you're just, woe is me, you're in that space. So I challenge my clients and I challenge the listeners who are able and willing with the support of a therapist for sure, but to be intentional, to venture out, to reach Mm -hmm. out, to stay connected. When Mm -hmm. people reach out, maybe you don't answer every call, but reach back with a text and say, thanks for thinking of me. Mm -hmm. Maintain Mm -hmm. your connections because again, when you rebound, when when joy comes mm-hmm. again, right? When mm-hmm. when the when the sun shines again in your life, when you get from under that wool blanket, you'll have a village of people who were there and who wanted to be there for you and with you, mm-hmm. if you would allow them to be. Yes. And so mm-hmm. it's tricky. I get it because I you know, I've had clients who are like, yeah, I really don't want to talk to anybody ever, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I get that because um, you also don't want to be a burden to sure. people. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. And I yeah. think we talked about that kind of on the break. This idea that you know. How do we be a good friend to mm-hmm. somebody who mm-hmm. is depressed, right? Who has depression? How do we, because I think that's the other thing too, is helping us to um, externalize the diagnosis. Yes. So it's yeah. not, I am depressed, mm-hmm. but I have depression. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This idea that it is not a part of me, it is. it affects me, but mm-hmm. it is not me. Right. Yeah. So I am not depressed. I have depression. And so mm-hmm. being able to kind of put it at arm's length a little bit, like give a little bit of distance. So then we don't take complete ownership of it and make it an identity of itself. But this idea that we can uh, you know, identify ourselves more in the word of God than we do with this diagnosis that we mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. So in terms of even with regard to, you know, showing up with friends and family and being present, I, try, I challenge clients to go to the functions that are invited to, but drive solo. Mm-hmm. So that if you need to go late, you can go late. If you need mm-hmm. to leave early, mm-hmm. you can leave early. But you're still showing up. Yeah, and you're yeah. still giving yourself the opportunity to continue to be within the context of a community. Because as much as God desires to heal us and have us to live well, the majority of anything that happened of value in scripture includes other people. Yes. There were very few things yes. where it happened yeah. with one person all by themselves. Yeah. Even when it was just one person with Jesus, Jesus was there with the person. Yes. Right? Right. So there's, there's right. this community component mm-hmm. that we cannot mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. away from if we're going to be people of health and, and wellness. I mean, the Lord did say that uh, we can take refuge in him. He did mm-hmm. in him, mm-hmm. in him. And so that's relational, right? So that, mm-hmm. that relational piece. The other thing I challenge clients to do is to limit and or to limit social media exposure and or unfollow certain pages or hashtags. Mm. Listen, because I've sometimes and I'm not yeah, even I, me either right, right. I've, yeah, it's just I've, a part of it's just sure. a part of my regular oh oh you okay yes right so if you see things so the <laughs> other thing is to, to be mindful of your triggers right because yes. sometimes you're in a space or what activates you if it's not a trigger sometimes you're in a space where you may be in quotes good you're in a good place you're feeling better but then you see this onslaught of hashtags plaid pictures and, on Christmas right, day be, with families sure, in plaid that could be troubling <laughs> um, it could be you know new baby photos right. or yes. maternity shoots yes. or pregnant I mean, or um, you know engagements or yes, weddings yeah. or anything for anybody like if it's you know whatever your thing is that you know is a thing that you're desiring that you don't yet have or a thing that you lost yeah. that you're wanting this idea of not consuming yourself or consuming your environment with 
reminders of those things. Mm-hmm. So kind of cleaning your space up mm-hmm. a little bit. And I tell my clients sometimes to take a social media break. Yeah. To post a little something that I'm going to be missing for a little bit. Not missing, right? But I'm going to take mm-hmm. a break mm-hmm. um, for a couple days just to see what mm-hmm. that does for your mood. Because sometimes we are so inundated with all these images that it's hard for us to even get any clarity about where yep. we are and how we're feeling. Yep. Yes. And so when we step away from social media or whatever else we get into, sometimes it's television shows. Sometimes it's the music that we listen to. Mm-hmm. So being very mindful of what are we listening to? I tell my clients to create um, a feel-good soundtrack. The music mm-hmm. that is oh, not down that. in the dumps. The I music like that, that is not a sad love song. The music that is not a, you know, love should have bought you home last night. Like, I yeah. love that music. Yeah. Right? I love that music. We don't have to, but we, we have need to maybe some hill song. That. We might that. need yeah. some, you know, maybe need some doo-wop music. Some Cardi B. Right. Maybe you just need some Cardi telling right. you that maybe, you a maybe boss chick. Beyonce. Maybe, <laughs> right? <laughs> so this this very... Play half, play half of the Lemonade album. <laughs> right. No, yes. not the first half. The empowerment music, right? Women's empowerment. But really, like creating a playlist that yeah, gets you like in a, so you talk about like mute music I've heard you all talk about that but this idea of mute music gets you right? into the mood gets you into the mute gets you, oh, only, gets you out only, of the mood only one of us has talked right, about okay. that well it's on the, it was on the please, podcast so please, it was it was Christina you're right in fairness it was Christina please note with this idea that music <laughs> can have the power to impact our mood absolutely and to cause us to absolutely. shift one way or another and absolutely. so just making sure that we're mindful again of our ear gate right scripture mm-hmm. tells us that we're responsible for our eye gate and our ear gate yes. so if I'm looking at things on social media and listening to a similar thing in my ears it's really hard to have any space to process even the goodness of God's word yes. because it's I'm just being bombarded with all this other stuff so yeah. clearing the air as much as we can the other thing is to consider the hard part the hard work part of self-care we talk about mm-hmm. self-care and it's a hashtag I'm gonna get my nails done I'm gonna get my hair done mm-hmm. I'm gonna get my mani-pedi mm-hmm. I'm gonna get my facial all those things are great and I'm on board for them mm-hmm. and semicolon Mm-hmm. I need you to get a therapist yeah, and I need you to maybe go to a support group mm-hmm. if that would be beneficial to you. I need you to continue journaling. Yeah. I need you to do your fitness, your wellness, your eating right, your going to bed, mm-hmm. your exercise, oh, all of those things yes. that are about self-care that are not the hashtag. Everybody's not yeah. hashtagging themselves at the gym, but people are there. And yeah, even right. if we're not in the the, the gym, you know, with a, a, a label, but we might be in our basement with mm-hmm. our yoga mat and we're doing a video. You're basically from creating somewhere. a system of self-care. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's making sure that you're mindful of all those pieces. The other thing is, to, again, challenge your self-care, mm-hmm. your self-talk, rather. Mm-hmm. What are you saying to yourself about the fact that you mm-hmm. have depression? I'm yeah. just always going to be sad. It's never yeah. going to get better. Mm-hmm. Like, think about what you're saying and be mindful. Again, Scripture tells us that the power of life and death is in our words, it's mm-hmm. in our tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if we're speaking death, it's really hard for there to be life. Yes. If we're speaking depression, it's really hard right. for there to be joy and something other than that. So making yeah. sure that we're mindful of what we're saying to ourselves and challenge that self-talk, be mm-hmm. more positive with ourselves. There's a great book by mm-hmm. a woman named Kristen Neff called Self-Compassion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a great resource for anybody dealing with anything because it speaks to us about the power of being kind to ourselves Mm -hmm. we are so great especially as women Mm -hmm. of color we are so great at shouting each other out and high-fiving assists and loving on each other and encouraging Mm -hmm. each other and then we go home and talk trash to ourselves absolutely stop that please like right in 2020 be mindful that your words have power even to you yes Mm -hmm. there's another app i don't know the name of it i'll find it and send it to you all so you can put it in the show notes but there's an app where you can actually record your own affirmations Mm. and you can probably just record them on your on your voice memo right you could do that without (laughs) the app right so we don't have the shout out apps but you could just record your own so you you record your own affirmations in your own voice so that you get used to hearing your voice saying something positive to Mm. you i love that right because so often we are inundated again with our own negative self-talk and so we're familiar with that voice 
saying something to us. But when we replay or, you know, rewrite that script and give ourselves yeah. something positive and affirming in yeah. our own voice, in our own tone, with our own, you know, diction. I love it that. just has a, has a different ring to it. It has a power to it. It has a power yes. to it. And then the last thing I would say is to reset our expectations. Right. So this idea that I expected to be here at this time and mm -hmm. I'm not. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And that means something different for everybody, depending on where we are, what season of life we're in. Acknowledge that I'm not there. Sometimes we have to pray about that, journal about that, cry about that, have a fit about that and then say, OK, I'm not there. I don't have those things. And not but and mm -hmm. there's still more there's still life to live. Yeah. Yes. And so what do I do with this life I have now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm not just going to sit here and wait until these things show up in my life. There's a life for me to live in the meantime. And so how do I live in the meantime? How do mm -hmm. I reset my expectations about love, about family, about finances, about any of the things that are important to mm -hmm. me? Resetting those expectations so that they don't have to match what the world says, what the hashtag says, what the timelines say. Amen. But what we believe is what God wants of us. And so God's word is certainly a great reset for our expectations. Can I, can I add this too? Because I've had sure. um, several friends and family members go through depression. Sure. And one thing that I appreciate about them that takes courage is I've had two people that I can think in my mind right mm -hmm. now that have taken FML, FMLA yes. leave yeah, it's hard. intentionally mm -hmm. yeah. to say, okay, I'm going to yeah. take these this next month, yep. this next three yep. months to really work on my yep. mental health. So if you yes. do have a job sure. that allows you to do that, sure. please, please, please put in the sure. paperwork please for do. FMLA. Yeah. That's what it's there for. Sure. And then be intentional to do that actual work while you're out. Absolutely. Yes. Because sometimes that's the challenge. Mm -hmm. If we, we are... I won't say afforded because that's not necessarily the case, but mm -hmm. we have this opportunity, right, mm -hmm. to take this FMLA if it's presented to us. And I've I've seen people sometimes squander mm. that time yep. and then the time is expired and it's time to go back and you're no better for the time you mm -hmm. are off. Mm -hmm. And so we're not just off to mm -hmm. just be off Netflixing and chilling or, you know, but we're really being intentional in that window of time right. to really find the therapist. And I know that sometimes that takes time. I've had clients to say I've been trying. And so do what you can, um, you know, with regard to finding the support, talk to primary care physicians, ask friends for referrals. Friends yeah. are in therapy. They just may not be talking about it yet. But mm -hmm. if you ask the question, within degrees of separation somebody will know somebody absolutely who's a person of color who's a woman potentially even a christian that you could sit down with to process where you are and to get you the support you need but yes absolutely mm -hmm. that um fmla and making sure that you are intentional to use that allocated mm -hmm. time to take good care of yourself and that looks different for everybody mm -hmm. but we know that the basic stuff is like eating right and sleeping and doing the, those basic care things but then also tending to the bigger picture things that are important to you and then um i just want to close with uh on some words of advice that you have for people who have loved ones who are dealing with depression mm -hmm. because like Christina you know I, I think we probably everybody probably knows mm -hmm. someone who's dealing with depression mm -hmm. um, you know I know mm -hmm. someone who had a very serious episode mm -hmm. um, but thanks be to God like that person mm -hmm. is back on their healing mm -hmm. and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff um, but I remember seeing it and being very scared mm -hmm. sure. um, doing a lot of prayer mm -hmm. um, and that kind of stuff but what would you say to the person who finds himself in a position mm -hmm. to um, extend God's love mm -hmm. and got the refuge mm -hmm. the refuge that God promises us sure. mm -hmm. through human form mm -hmm. to someone that they love who is going through this sure. I think one of the first things to acknowledge is that when you see when you see what you see, acknowledge that you see it, mm. right? Like sometimes mm -hmm. we are not mindful. Which requires to, a certain level of bravery. Yeah, right. right so right. It's, yeah, it's like it's it's the acknowledgement that I see my friend hurting, 
Mm-hmm. And so be prayerful about that first, because I believe God will give you wisdom about how to approach them with mm-hmm. regard to what you say and, and how you assist and how you offer support. Mm-hmm. But ask the question like, hey, or, you know, you might say something like I'm noticing that you don't seem like yourself and mm-hmm. I'm concerned. Um, you know, I noticed that you used to be consistent with filling the blank. Maybe you know that they were going to therapy and they haven't mentioned therapy in a minute. Mm-hmm. So like, hey, when's the last time you saw your therapist? We used to talk quite a bit about that kind of stuff or just whatever you notice, kind of calling out what you see in a, in a way that is, you know, steeped in love for sure. And then let them know that I, I desire to be here for you. How can I be supportive? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we are doing things to be helpful and it is not helpful. Like mm-hmm. if your friend is not returning your calls, that's not a time to keep blowing them up. Mm-hmm. Right. I get it that it's coming from a good place, but it can feel like you are not respecting their boundary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, offering to say, hey, I've called three times. I'm going to give you your space. It seems like you need that. Please let me know when you're ready. I'm here right. when you're ready. And then maybe send a text message a few days later just to, you know, I left a message. Hope you're good. Right. right? So then we're praying. But then we're also showing up when we can. We don't, you know, um, you don't want to bombard them, but you do yeah. want to be present if you can be. Um, like but if they, send me an emoji thumbs up so yes. I know that you're alive. Yes. And that's all you, <laughs> sure. that's all and you and have and to say. That's great that you say that. Because there, <laughs> right, right. there are friends who have sort of a, a network within where they will say because they know that a person has been diagnosed with depression or is dealing with a season of mm-hmm. grief or something like that. And they will say, if you haven't heard from me in three days, do these numbers of things right Mm -hmm. so call me call my mom go to my house check on my job to make sure I've been to work like Mm -hmm. there's a a series of things and so when you have people in your life and your close sphere of influence obviously be prayerful for them but also ask them how can I be supportive yeah what would really what would my support look like to you because my level of thinking what is supportive may be offensive to you or maybe you know inappropriate to you so you know asking those questions the other thing that I think is a bit more important is to make sure that you're resourced well Mm-hmm. that you are in a good place or in a space where at least you have the bandwidth or a place to tap back into after you have poured yourself out for them. Yes. Because mm-hmm. so often we become yes. a martyr in the name of friendship or in the name of huh. a black woman. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then we are, you That's know, a great word, martyr. Uh-huh. You know, we're mm-hmm. like, like, no, we're not, we're not called to be martyrs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have to take one for the team such that I lose my, my own yeah. ability to maintain my composure or to maintain my wellness. And so making Jesus sure that. Jesus died so I don't have to. Sure. So making sure that you're resourced, <laughs> that, you're, that you're well enough to make sure that you're able to pour out and so this idea mm-hmm. of an empty pitcher can't pour water yep and so making yes. sure that you ha- are connected to the source of, of living water so mm-hmm. that when you're pouring into your friend's cup when it's empty or running low that you're not doing so at your own demise you're pouring from yep. something and making sure. y'all know my best friend in my head Brene Brown uh, uh, that's she, my best friend too girl. <laughs> no that's my boo yes um, Brene Brown said uh, that the people who show the most compassion mm-hmm. are the people who have the strongest boundaries mm-hmm. and it's because they mm-hmm. know when they need to just show sure. up for themselves sure. so they need to just yeah sure. they need to let those boundaries Absolutely. roll yeah such that um they can let those down and mm-hmm. come out and show up for mm-hmm. other people sure. and so i think what you're saying kind of goes right along and with then if that. you think about it in scripture jesus went away from the people mm-hmm. he did. as much as jesus loved the yep. people yes, and was did. there for them he went away from the people mm-hmm. and he so did. it is okay for us to not always be available to friends to not always be available even to the one who seems to need us most mm-hmm. if yeah. you are in a space where you need you I need mm-hmm. you to be there for to, you yeah. so that you can show up for them when you are well taken care of and when you are well rested and restored. And the so. benefit of being um, children of Christ is that when you can't show up for someone, sure. you can always pray for them. Absolutely. You can yep. always pray for God Absolutely. to continue to be their refuge sure. or to send someone sure. else Absolutely. in your place. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the benefit. God sent somebody else, please. Benefit. Thank you. In Jesus' name. I mean, hey, Jesus. listen. I mean, I, I yeah, no, real time. he'll do it. Yeah. He'll do it. Absolutely. All right. So you have a breathing 
minute exercise that you do I that do. we did for anxiety, but yes. we want to do it for depression as well. Sure. Can you lead us into our power prayer with yes, your breathing I can. exercise? Let's do it. All right. And Keisha told me not to breathe into the mic this time. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I was breathing for I real. I breathed into the mic too. So it's okay because you were leading okay. it. I'm back in a year. <laughs> Christina's breathing on top of your breathing. And I was like, you know, I feel like this could be a little distracting. I was like really into it. I was like, you were. Like, Take your mic off. <laughs> All right. So move your so, mic. Okay. <laughs> Let us breathe and pray. In this moment, we inhale the love of God. And we exhale heaviness. We inhale the presence of God. And we exhale anything that's not like it. In this moment, we inhale love. And we exhale fear. God, in this moment, we thank you that you are nearer to us than our next breath. You are right here with us always. Help us to be reminded that whether we face sadness that will pass or depression that will linger, that you are with us, that we can find refuge in you, that you understand what it is to be brokenhearted, to be downcast, to feel pushed aside, and that you are our help. We thank you, God, that there is hope in you, that there is love in you, that there is even joy in you. And we thank you, God, that with the tools that we add to our toolkit and the ways that we begin to show up for ourselves and allow those around us to show up for us, we can and will experience healing. We can and will experience wholeness. We can and will experience wellness as your daughters and even as your sons. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will continue to lead us and guide us into all truth and help us to make decisions that allow us to be best or better versions of ourselves. We thank you and we praise you, God, for who you are and for what you've done and for what you're still doing, even while we deal with the ills of life. Your scripture speaks to us about when the times of sadness come mm. to suggest that they will come. But then they also give us the promise that you will hear our prayers yes. and that you will be our refuge. Mm -hmm. And so, God, we thank you in advance for your refuge. We thank you in advance for your healing power. We thank you in advance for your presence that is abiding and enduring. And it is in the perfect and the strong name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and our souls say amen. 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 All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Mary and Martha podcast. Mary and Martha. Remember, we all have a part to play in the kingdom of God. So like the woman in Mark 14, 8. Do, do what, what you, you can. can. See y'all next, next week. week. Yes.